Sometimes in life, you just need some coffee. And sometimes in life, you just need some coaching. This is the Coffee and Coaching Show with yours truly, Will and PD, bringing you the latest when it comes to personal development, leadership, and overall business coaching. Helping personal trainers, gym owners, and online coaches become the CEO of their business and life. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and inside our Facebook group, the Online Personal Trainer Community. This is the Coffee and Coaching Show, and we're bringing the fire. Let's go! Yes. I feel like I should go get coffee. We're live, Bill. You should be careful what you say. Okay, this is very about, important. About getting coffee? Yeah, we don't want people knowing what kind of coffee you drink. That'll give away all the secrets. Will it? I think I have coffee upstairs. Oh, it's too late okay. now, big guy. No, it's not. I'm about to, we got time. People are going to jump on. I'm going to grab coffee. I'm going to grab coffee. Why not? I'm just going to If you guys are on now, hashtag live. Uh, big Will's going to grab coffee so he can bring the energy at 4 p.m. Do you see somebody's like, Will, you shouldn't drink coffee at 4 p.m. as a sleep expert. Don't tell me what to do. Kill your adrenals. <laughs> um, so I will uh, host the show while Bill is gone. Um, a lot of what we want to talk about today is built around scale. So I think a lot of you guys that are building your businesses or growing into the online business see a lot of tactics, a lot of strategies, a lot of mindset around growing a really large business. And so that's what we want to talk about today. We're going to talk about the, the mindset around scaling, which there's a lot of issues that we're seeing that are pervasive inside of this industry in terms of what's being taught to scale. And a couple of the pitfalls that we've noticed with clients coming or prospects that have come into our program that have been struggling with certain aspects of their business that have been bottlenecking them. So we can get, give you guys more clarity as to what that actually looks like. So... Well, I'll start with, and by the way, that was incredibly quick getting your coffee. I thought I was going to go on this solo monologue for at least a yeah, couple. I was going to go to like Starbucks and. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's what I did. That was the first to treat myself as far as us having a successful month. I actually bought a barista who hangs out at my house 24 seven, who makes me coffee when I want. Whipping up the nitro brews. I mean, I was 15 bucks an hour. I mean, that's more than what they're probably getting paid. I just do this and coffee shows up. Right. I just went to Starbucks. I bribed him. I was like, if I give you 30 bucks an hour, will you hang out at my house and make me coffee? Not a bad deal, man. It'll save you a whole lot of time from all the walking that you do from Starbucks and back. I mean, just I time is to, money. I wouldn't be able to make good videos. That's true. That's true. The, the only videos that are any good that you make are the ones that are, that are walking on the streets of Santa Barbara. <laughs> Actually are. That was like my video right now. I was like, the sun's in my eye. Everybody's like, Will, I have to be a perfectionist. I'm like, Son, in my eye, what's up? Facebook? Video still being made. <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, yeah. Well, let, let's let's go into this a little bit, man. Let let's talk a little bit about because um, a lot of what our fulfillment end looks like from the one-on-one -on -one side is obviously you working with our fit pros, and of course I get to see the front end because I'm enrolling them into the program, so I'm obviously seeing some issues that they're coming into it, and so I wanted to kind of share your perspective on. The mindset around scaling, meaning a lot of times people come into this business and they're like, well, I want to make $50,000 a month yeah. and don't really have a system or a process or a framework to be able to actually acquire these clients, enroll these clients, 
fulfill these clients and retain them at a large enough uh, capacity to grow a real business. Yeah. So if you could just share a little bit about your perspective so far with helping our you know, hundreds of clients that we've been working with uh, have the right mindset to scale and what the process is that we're implementing with them. Yeah, I think it's uh, really important to understand everybody that's on here is that you know, as you scale, there's going to be different perceived or not perceived, there's going to be different challenges at different stages in your business. And I think for a lot of the entrepreneurs in this space, you know, you going to zero to $10,000, uh, let's say, and what the process is, sorry, zero to $10,000 a month. Uh, there's definitely certain things that you need to be doing and putting in place. And then obviously 10 to 20, 20 to 50 and so on. But what happens with a lot of people, PD, I think, is, you know, and even for myself, when I first started doing online coaching, even for the, the clients that we work with now, you know, you're trying to ramp up to your first 10, 20, 30 clients. And your intention or the mindset is that I want to over deliver in such a way that it provides an incredible experience to our clients, which is obviously the intention of anybody. But as you do that, you guys have to understand that there's only so much time in the day. And for some reason, and I made this mistake, we tell ourselves that in order for our clients to be successful, we have to be there for them every step of the way. We have to check in with them every single day. We have to send text messages. We have to like do phone calls. We have to do these things. And what ends up happening from a fulfillment standpoint that we run into with a lot of clients before signing up with a FitPro CEO is... They actually are self-sabotaging themselves from taking on more clients because they didn't put the processes, the systems, and the fulfillment in place in order for them to grow or scale. And what happens, like we talked about on the last call, is everybody is so focused on, oh, I just need more leads. I just need more sales. Yet as they're signing up clients, if they're not focusing on the fulfillment and the delivery aspect of it, what happens is as much as you think that you can provide the one-on-one -on -one support, what happens is you actually will burn out because these clients that you're making these promises to as far as this one-on-one -on -one time will take your time and energy. And as a result, you will not be able to show up as the best version of yourself for your audience, for your prospects, and more importantly, for your current clients. And what we see with a lot of people is that they have this fast growth or scale very quickly is again, that they don't have the systems and fulfillment in place in order to handle that. And what ends up happening, like we discussed is that rubber band effect where you see a lot of people go from, let's say five to 10 K or 10 to 20 K really quickly. And then they go to 30 or 40. But what ends up happening is although they're happy because they're making money, we see issues happen 30 days later because they're so overwhelmed by the amount of fulfillment that they've promised these clients that they can no longer market, do the things that brought them those leads in the first place, that we actually see a ripple effect of anywhere from 60 to 90 days where they don't know it until it's too late and you start to see their income dip and dip and dip and dip and clients fall off. And we talk to people every single day that this is literally happening to them. But more importantly, they don't have the understanding of why it's happening. And for us, having a 50,000 foot view, you know, we understand that it's the fulfillment, the coaching, everything else, but they don't see that because they think this is the way that they're supposed to do things. Yeah. I mean, it also, aside from burnout, I mean, 
there's just a capacity in terms of how much you can fill when it comes to time in the day. And we have a lot of clients who came in doing one-on-one coaching to the point where they wanted to get their clients the best results. So everything has to be one-on-one, but in reality, what that one-on-one coaching is doing, even though you're selling high ticket coaching is number one, it's potentially blocking or what's the word for bottlenecking the amount of time that you have in the day, which means that every client is requiring X amount of time, which is essentially you still trading time for money. Right. And when you're trading time for money, you're going to start resenting the work that you're doing. You're going to start resenting the clients that you have, and you're actually not going to even show up for them at the highest level, much less show up for the prospects who actually need you. So there's a component to that. That's really, that's really pivotal here. And that's them understanding And a lot of you guys just truly understanding that not only will your clients get better results with group coaching, you'll be able to show up more optimally inside of that program when there's group coaching. And that doesn't mean that they don't get any support from you in any one-on-one capacity. It just means the framework of your coaching is in a group setting because you're creating a community. And And more than anything right now, people actually need a community in an environment where they can feel safe, they can feel secure, they can feel like they're supported and there's other people around them that are on that same journey. So talk to them a little bit about uh, what what that actually looks like, because I know a very difficult transition for a lot of people is going from the one-on-one model, which they feel like they can really control exactly how that client is receiving the results, to the group model which is going to give them the ability to scale and also create that community for the prospect or the client itself to have a better experience with them. Yeah, I think one of the biggest mistakes that I hear from people that we have phone calls with is they feel like it has to be one or the other, right? That, hey, Will, I'm doing one-on-one. You're telling me that I have to completely change everything I'm doing and do group coaching. And that's not what I'm saying, right? It's the format of how you do it, but you're not saying, hey, I'm not having any one-on-one to do group coaching. And I think that's the fear that a lot of people have in the first place of making that transition is they're like, well, my clients need me and they want that support. And now I'm telling you I can't have that. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that you can still have that personal touch with these clients, but more importantly, if you put them in a community and an environment where everybody is sharing common struggles, issues, wins, everything, you're leveraging the community as the coaching. And what ends up happening as clients are going through this process, your clients will actually start to support and coach each other because they want to give back to the community that's given back so much to them. And what happens with us is I can tell you right now, if I look at our messenger, you know, there's probably our clients coaching our clients right now, just on them being a little bit farther ahead than somebody else. So when it comes to the actual coaching itself, again, guys, I know a lot of you out there are used to doing you know, like this boxer or this uh, one-on-one Sunday check-ins where you're spending all day writing these custom workout plans. Um, But it really doesn't have to be like that, nor does it have to be that complicated. And I'm going to give away, can I give away secrets? Is for people? How many secrets, Bill? Just one. Okay, one secret. Guys, if you really just leverage the power of having a Facebook group, that is engaged, that people are interacting, that you as the CEO are showing up each and every day, what's going to happen is people are going to follow that trend. And the more that you show up in that environment, 
the more that they're going to show up. And as a result, they're going to get better results because there's definitely going to be people in your environment and your coaching program that are going to be hesitant, that are going to be fearful, that are going to be worried about posting. But as other people are doing it, they're going to borrow that certainty or that uh, uh, confidence, I guess you would say, to start doing it as well. And some of these people who would have been a little bit reluctant to show up as a better version of themselves are going to start stepping into that role and showing up more. You know, this is no different than you guys with personal training to going into a group coaching, right? There's definitely something incredible about a group coaching environment inside of a gym. And you're essentially being able to replicate that in an online platform using Facebook groups. And I think a lot of people, again, are so worried about, oh my gosh, like, are people still going to get amazing results? Yes. Because the frameworks of what you teach are the same for the most part across the board. What really makes the one-on-one -on -one is your coaching and the way that you coach by doing either group coaching calls, you know, additional support as needed. But this premise of I have to be there every step of the way uh, is actually robbing your clients of doing it on their own and creating their own journey. You know, one of the videos that I make our clients watch day one when they join our program is your success isn't mine, it's yours. And as much as I want to walk with you, right, I'm not here to carry you. Because if I carry you up the mountain, meaning I do all the work for you, I'm the one that's all the support, um, are you really getting the results? More importantly, am I teaching you how to get the results on your own? And same with your clients. If you're not teaching them the frameworks and just giving them all the stuff in this one-on-one, -on -one, are you really being the coach that they need to create a sustainable life, uh, lifestyle? Yeah, and I think I think something important that you mentioned was permission. And you know, our program is built. Authentic attraction is built on permission-based coaching. Yep. And I think we always talk about alignment. And one of the ways that alignment can be, um, I guess, your process can take you out of alignment is not having a, a system or an environment that provides permission to your prospects. And what I mean by that is when they're in an environment of people who are succeeding, who are doing the right things, who are creating the lifestyle and the habits and the mindset to be successful, it also provides them permission to borrow that certainty, yeah. to borrow that confidence for themselves. And and there's something to be said for a coach telling you what to do because a coach is where they are in terms of their status, in terms of what they've done and what they've achieved to be a coach. And then there's something else to be said for someone who's in a program, who's alongside you, who's basically on the same level as you, at least closer to the same level as a coach might be, that can provide the client a little bit more certainty that this is possible. I can do this. I am capable of this. And when you don't have a group environment, that's the most, I mean, that's where you're really robbing your prospects and your clients of the opportunity to come together and borrow that, that certainty and, and have that permission to have that confidence in themselves to actually take action on the things that you're trying to get results for. And oftentimes people get this idea that strategies and tactics are the keys to success. But in reality, it's, your certainty that's going to drive your success because that certainty is going to drive your action. It's going to give you the permission to take action on things that are going to get you where you want to go consistently versus uh, I'm going to take some action today and then it fizzles out tomorrow. And then I blame the program and I blame the coaching for not getting the results. 
And, and I think that's super critical and it's evident inside of our program. I mean, yeah, hundred percent. You know, you look at some of the clients who come into the fifth row CEO who are doing, let's say like, I don't know, five to 8k or eight to 10k a month, you know, and they're seeing other people in the environment charging 3k, 5k. We had somebody sign up a client for 7k, 30k, which is crazy. Um, but it gives you that certainty that like, Hey, they're doing the same thing that I am. They're working with the same coaches that I am. I can borrow the certainty that they have to get the same results. And it's interesting. You know, we talk about this in our coaching program. The people that join the FitPro CEO, like literally in the first couple of weeks, have a massive uptick in success because of the environment. I mean, we are challenging them to become better, to want more. And it's interesting just to see how quickly it happens just because of the rest of the environment that it's just, it's the norm, right? You don't know any different. Uh, this is just what we do. And I think more importantly is not only do we celebrate the wins, but no matter where you're at in your business and why the community is so important is even if you're doing 20, even if you're doing 50, even if you're doing 100, there's still different perceived challenges that everybody is very open with and sharing that is relatable in a lot of different ways. You know, we talked about this with a couple of clients the other day who are doing 75 to 100 and are asking people who are doing 20 to 30, you know, what they're doing differently and sharing ideas and sharing things that are working for them to better the entire environment. And I think again, that's what makes the coaching program so unique. And I was also going to say that the same thing applies when you see someone who's doing 100K a month also have struggles. Because I think it's really critical for our clients to see that just because you achieve a level of success doesn't absolve you from problems. And similarly speaking, in, in a fitness or health or wellness program, having people who are succeeding at what they do share their vulnerabilities so that people that have, are currently struggling to be able to see that, look, it's not always going to be perfect. Yeah. And you trying to get to a destination to be happy is complete fallacy. And it's actually what's holding you back because that perfectionism, that mindset is what's keeping you from doing the things every day or pushing through the resistance that you're having every day on a daily basis to get where you want to go. So aside from asking each other questions and being supportive of one another, it's giving you exposure to things that you may not know, things that you may not have experienced. And that exposure in and of itself is really, really valuable. And I think there's so many levels of value that you can achieve when you're in the right environment versus trying to do things on your own, because quite honestly, you're in your own head. And I think this actually ties in really well, because we, we're talking about having the mindset of phases, right? Like approaching your business in the mindset of I'm in this phase or in this season of my business. Yeah. And oftentimes people come into wanting to build a large business and want to do it all one-on-one -on -one and they're out of sequence. And the same thing happens generally when people are of this mindset of, I want to run ads as my primary source of creating opportunities. And I don't want to have to do anything to generate leads because I'd rather have it automated and just go through that. And oftentimes we end up asking these people, well, what happens if your ads get shut down? What happens if the ad cost goes up? What happens if your lead quality goes down? Right. And especially like a time right now where there was elections and it's the holiday season, well, ad costs are going up, right? And so now your ability to actually acquire clients becomes a lot more challenging. Your, your margins dissipate significantly. So talk to them a little bit about 
again, having the right mindset about coming into this business in the right sequence, meaning that oftentimes people put ads before organic because it's the means of scaling <laughs> with so many other things out of alignment in their business. So share a little bit about your experience with helping our clients uh, get into the right headspace about the order in which they're acquiring clients or generating leads. Yeah. So uh, a little bit of caveat, you know, ads definitely work to some degree, but definitely in the right sequence. And that's what I want to address because I know there's a lot of people in here who are running ads who are having success and I don't want to take that away from you, but I want you to understand that me and PD, like we talked about earlier, you know, it's like building a house that you need to have that foundation. So what's important for us when we coach our clients is to help them build the foundation that allows them to grow and scale at a sustainable pace without their business breaking. You know, and to me, ads is like building a very crappy house very quickly because you're looking for the shortcut. I just need to get this house up as soon as possible. Like, I hope it just stands. And it's built on a shaky foundation, meaning that you weren't doing the things organically to allow you to sustain those seasons when things like ads don't necessarily work or ads are a little bit wonky one month. Because if ads is your only strategy and you've done nothing to build an audience of raving fans who may or may not be ready to buy yet, then you are dependent on ads. Your, the life and death of your business is dependent on Facebook ads. And I know for me, that's no way that I ever wanted to grow a business. So when clients come into our environment, our intention is, hey, you know, let's build the foundation. Let's help get you up to 10, maybe $20,000 a month consistently build out the, uh, the fulfillment that allows you to take on more and then sprinkling or dialing in ads while still doing organic to be able to double down on both. Because my mindset is, ads are only going to amplify what you're doing organically. Meaning if that your messaging, your marketing, your conversations, your sales suck from an organic standpoint, you running ads isn't going to make it better. In fact, it's going to make it worse because your mindset is I have to get on this call. I have to sell this person. And if I don't sell them, then I'm never going to speak to them again. And I know for us, that's no way that I want to run a business. I want to run a business a way where when we speak to prospects, they are very aware of what we do, how we do it. The content that we put out is priming them so that we are not having to hard sell people into what we do or how we do it because we've already done so through our marketing, through our content, through our videos, that when people reach out to us, just like they do with our clients using authentic attraction, they're like, hey, dude, I've watched the last 10 videos. You speak to me in such a way that I need to work with you. Here's my credit card. Versus like, ah, I saw an ad, said I could lose some weight. It's $3,000. Nah, I thought it was going to be like 100 Like, <laughs> Or they don't show up. Or I mean, there's a million things that could go wrong. And we've seen this with a lot of our clients that we worked with recently who came from a coaching program who was very ads heavy. Ads, 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 ads. Never challenges. Let's just run free challenges. Free challenges. Five day, 21 day, 28 day, 365 days. days. It's always something new and amazing. This the new challenge. Love it. So what you're doing is you're 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 having to spend money to bait people into something that is inauthentic and then try to convince them that they should pay that they should pay you thousands of dollars. 
Like if that doesn't feel icky or gross to you, I don't know what does, because to me, I would never want to be sold that way in any capacity yet. You're doing it to your prospects right now. Yeah. I mean, it, it, again, it, you know, when we say authentic attraction, there's something to be said for attraction, the actual word itself. And I think like attracts like, right. And when you have the right approach to your business, people will be attracted to that approach in your business. Simply, I mean, there's so often people will pay you simply because they like the way you do business. You know what I mean? And you're, you're, you know, the opportunity that you're presenting when you're putting out an ad for a free challenge is essentially you blending in to thousands of other people who are doing literally the exact same offer. And although it might be unique to your marketplace, it might be unique to the square mileage that you're running your ads on. It's also watering down the experience that people are having on the front end. Right. And so, you know, like when we talk about having a sequence in which you do business and having a sequence in which you have a mindset about your business, it's thinking about your business in the right order so that you can put things in place that are strong that you can depend on, that are sustainable and consistent, that you can then build on top of. And so when you were talking about like building a house, it running ads only as your primary source of acquisition is a house of cards. Yeah. It is it is liable and vulnerable to a strong gust of wind blowing you down. And that could be that could be your competitor down the road who's willing to spend two to three times more ad spend than you are and literally right. just completely yeah. make yeah, they just make you irrelevant in the marketplace. Yep. And so now your ads aren't working or you're having to spend a bunch, a bunch of money to get in front of people. And even those people that you're getting in front of are coming to you because of a, a free thing that you presented or a challenge that you presented that's now making people think about your business as a quick fix. When in reality, what you wanted to create was a long-term solution, which is why you're here. So it, it happens so often. It's like, you know, you can do one thing right in your business. You can do two, three, you can do five things right in your business. But if you're viewing your business from the, with the wrong sequence, with the wrong perspective, even the things that you're doing right won't necessarily matter. And that's why so many people get stuck making eight to $10,000 a month and being frustrated seeing everyone else do 40, 50, hundred thousand. And it's funny. Cause like, I remember I was on a phone call uh, with somebody the other day and they literally told me like it pisses me off to see your clients making as much money as they are and i i had to laugh i mean it was a positive thing meaning that i want to be able to make the same amount of money but it pisses me off seeing that other people are doing it and i'm not able to do it and it was simply shifting the perspective of what you're trying to fix in your business so that you can actually fix the root problem versus the symptoms that you're facing and I, that's a huge dramatic shift in perspective. And I think it's interesting that we are health coaches or promoting health and we're talking about getting the root problem fixed, but we're fixing the symptoms in our own business. It's funny. Like if, if, if we as coaches would just take our own medicine sometimes, right? I want quick fixes. I want the microwave. I want to run ads and instantly sign up clients. I want a magic pill to lose weight. Okay. It's no different. 
right? Your prospects telling you they need a magic pill to lose weight is like you jumping to Facebook ads, hoping that it's going to solve your problems they want, right? Right. A magic pill isn't going to help you if you're not doing workout, if you're not exercising, you're not taking care, you're not eating healthy, right? Same thing with your business. If you're not showing up, if you're not doing the things that you need to be doing to build that foundation, ads aren't going to necessarily save you. Well, even to, to, to back that up even a second, even if they are doing their workouts and even if they are eating properly, if they're not viewing how they're exercising, why they're exercising and how exactly. they're exercising and why they're eating the way they are, it's not sustainable and they will burn out and it won't work long-term and they'll find themselves back at the beginning of the cycle again. Similarly speaking, the same thing is true about business. You will find yourself in that same cycle again. It doesn't matter if you're doing a bunch of organic posts. It doesn't matter if you're having a hundred conversations. How are you posting? With what intention are you posting? Why are you posting, right? How are you having communication with these prospects? What language are you using with them? What perspective and energy are you providing them, right? So it's like, there's so many people who think, well, I know what to do, but no. for some reason it's not working. No. Why do you think that might be? Is it possible how you're doing things isn't actually in alignment with what you want? Hmm. 100%. Yeah. Everybody looks at the what, not the how. You know, and it's interesting because, you know, for us and our clients, that's something that, you know, we started doing several weeks ago is, you know, we're making our clients almost audit themselves on how they're showing up in their business because we can do so for them. But I think what helps more importantly for them is for them to be able to self-diagnose and be able to make adjustments as needed with our feedback and with our coaching. Because what happens as a result of it is it creates a shorter flywheel loop or flywheel, I guess of them being able to understand the problem, self-diagnose it and do something about it versus majority of other coaching programs, which is, I was just told to do this. I'm just going to keep on doing it and hope something works. You and know, we guess, then we have to guess as to what's wrong as, as to what's not happening and then yeah. make assumptions based on their feedback of what they did versus, Hey, I need you to audit yourself every week because if you're not auditing the facts you're dealing with a lot of ambiguity that's going to leave you uncertain and unclear and, and really make you make poor decisions in terms of what to make adjustments on. And I, and I think that's really critical. Not only are we doing monthly audits, we're do, we want to do weekly audits so that we as coaches can give them real-time feedback as to, hey, like these are the things that need to be improved on. These are the things you need to be put, putting your energy into versus spending all your energy trying to figure out ads X, Y, and Z. How about readjust your energy? How about put it right here? And let's see if we can make this thing better before we try to make everything better. Yeah. I think as uh, I hear from a lot of people in other programs, it's like, this isn't working. And they just tell you just to do more of it, right? Oh, you're not, you're not doing it hard enough. You're not working long enough. You're not uh, working the system. You're not working the leads, whatever they call it. It's just, it, it's not about that as it is, again, the intention behind it and how you're doing it. Um, I can speak uh, very openly about this in my own business. You know, there's times in my business where I felt like I was doing things, aka checking off the boxes, but the intention wasn't there. The energy wasn't there. And whether you think your prospects and clients know it or not, I'm going to tell you they do. And as much as you think they don't, they do. 
And if you do not take care of those things in the beginning and as they're coming up, you're going to notice a huge dip in your clients, in your prospects and everything else you're doing. So yes, it's about the strategies. Yes, it's about the tactics, but more so it's about the how, not the what. Yeah. And I think it's a, it's a great place to finish on because I, I really want people to truly understand that you can say you're doing all the things and that can be your story. Uh, that can be the, the narrative you want to tell yourself as to why things aren't working. But if there is not an evaluation process that's comprehensive and detailed and specific, that's accurate, you're going to stay continuously stuck, spinning in that wheel, hoping that things change. When you can have, when, when accountability is less about us telling you all the right things to do, but showing you how to do them so that you can be self fulfilling in certain terms of making the things happen on your own so that we can give you optimization tactics versus implementation tactics. When you're optimizing your process, things tend to scale. When you're just implementing for the sake of implementing, you're going to be the person who talks about how I'm doing all the things and it's just not working for me. 100%. So with that being said, guys, we're going to wrap up tonight. Uh, if you guys found this video valuable, hashtag value. Uh, more importantly, I'd like to leave each and every one of you guys with some homework uh, to audit your week this week. Uh, and if you guys want to, I'd be happy for you guys to share it in our free Facebook group of how you're showing up and how you're auditing yourself. So if you guys want to, hashtag me below if you guys are committed to doing that. Um, and I will make a commitment to try to watch as many of those as I can and give you guys a little bit of feedback. So if you guys would like to take the opportunity, uh, I'll do this for five people, uh, audit your week and post it live inside our free Facebook group. Um, and me and PD will take a look at it and kind of give you a little bit of feedback. So with that being said, guys, yeah, that's, that's awesome. right. So with that being said, guys, I think that's it. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. Uh, Once again, hashtag me. Uh, We will be going live Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time as well. So I guess we'll catch you guys then. Peace.